What's good? It's your boy Stephen Malcolm, and you are listening to MTMV Sports. Let's get it. Hey, how you doing? This is Rick Sincere with MTMV Sports, and I'm going to give you my five picks for the week. Um, I picked five games from the NFL that I definitely I want to comment on and talk about for a second. Um, for one, um, the first game that's kind of on deck for me and, and the first game for everybody is really this Thursday night game, Broncos versus the Cardinals. I think that is a pretty easy one to pick and select. I think the Broncos win that one. I only say that because as I look at um, Rosen and I look at, um, you know, what's happening with that offense, yes, they are starting to click a little bit. Kristen Kirk is somebody who's been really talked about a lot in fantasy circles because he's somebody who's kind of getting along, right? He's coming along. And because he's coming along and things are starting to happen a little bit uh, for Christian Kirk, then um, you don't see as much productivity from Larry Fitzgerald. However, um, they do have a pretty decent offense, I, I would say. And when I say that, I just mean that there are some weapons on that team. And one of those weapons is definitely – um, David Johnson, who hasn't been as much of a weapon this year as I kind of need him to be, or most people need him to be on their fantasy teams. But at the same time, he's been decent. He's been a decent weapon. Um, and so we'll see what the Cardinals can do. I really don't think they can overcome that Broncos defense. So the Broncos defense last week really got lit up, like not through the air, though. And that's kind of crazy, but they didn't get lit up through the air. Remember, going against the um, going against the Rams is tough for anybody right now. The Rams are kind of clicking on all cylinders. I really love that coaching staff. If you haven't heard me talk about the Rams before, you know that I love that coaching staff. But um, they they did a great job of stopping the pass. However, they just completely forgot how to uh, completely forgot about stopping Ty Gurley, who went ham on them last week. And so um, you look at a possible breakout game um, for a David Johnson. Maybe this is it. He hasn't really cashed in on those opportunities early in the season, so um, I can't really bank on that. But what I can say is that overall, I think the Broncos have enough weapons and enough firepower, especially with Emmanuel Sanders coming back, to actually do well against the Cardinals and win the game. So I'm going with the Broncos beating the Cardinals on Thursday night. Um, And I could start off the week, you know, 0-1, but we'll see. Um, I'll kind of recap next week to kind of see where we go with this. But either way, and I'm just telling you guys, I am notorious, notoriously horrible at picking games, right? So you're like, yo, why are you the one doing this? Um, I like it. It's fun. <laughs> and I'm going to pick these games, and then um, if I'm wrong, then I'm wrong, right? Um, but if I'm right, then um, I'll definitely brag about that. I'll probably even write a song about it. You will see. Either way, um, Titans against the um, Chargers. Oh, man, the Titans got lit up last week, right? If you looked at what happened to them against the Ravens, they gave up, I think, 11 sacks. I mean, it was something insane um, that they gave up to the Ravens, and the Ravens just shined on them. I mean, they just had a phenomenal day. It was like sack after sack after sack, group pitcher after group pitcher. Like, I mean, it was like it – was, it was ridiculous, and, and you just didn't see any hope for the Titans. The problem is that you're going to face two incredible pass rushes again. Hopefully we'll see um, if they're fully healthy, but you're going to face at least – uh, one good pass rusher in the Chargers. They don't have the defensive prowess like the Ravens do at all. The Chargers are not that defense, but um, they are a pretty decent defense. I kind of look for the Chargers to um, to win that game. I'll tell you why I look for the Chargers to win that game, because I think the offense is starting to click. You look at Melvin Gordon. Um, you look at what's going on with everybody. I mean, golly, the third wide receiver kind of went off last week, right? And so you look at him and what was going on with, with that team. 
um, Keenan Allen, he hasn't been like crazy, like fantasy wise. And I'll talk about a lot from a fantasy perspective. He hasn't been crazy fantasy wise, but he's been productive and he had a pretty productive last week. Um, Tyrell Williams had a phenomenal week last week. And you just kind of look at that um, team overall. I'm sorry, he had a phenomenal drive. He had a phenomenal drive. But it was like two catches for a touchdown and like, um, I don't know, close to 80 yards or something like that. It was insane. And so you look at what the Chargers are doing offensively. I think they're starting to click. Um, Eckler is somebody who you kind of have to watch out for, especially if you're like in a PPR and you're looking for like a flyer one week. He's somebody who can do something great there. But overall, I think the Chargers um, can beat the Titans. I don't see the Titans bouncing back from what happened to last week. To what happened to them last week, I think it was demoralizing. I really believe it was demoralizing, and and I don't know if they just easily bounce back from that. I see the Chargers winning this game, um, even though it's not late in the year yet when the Chargers are money, right? Um, but still, I think they win this game. Panthers Eagles. Now this is a hard one for me because um the Eagles just aren't what they were last year. They aren't at that place where we just kind of look at them and say, "Man, they have something special." And last year what they had was special, right? Um but you look at what you look at the injuries that they're dealing with, um and when I say that, you look at the the continuity that they didn't have in the beginning of the year, right? Um Elshon Jeffrey wasn't quite, you know, himself in the beginning of the year cuz he was hurt. And then when he came back, you know, his first game was pretty productive, and he's been pretty okay since then. But, um, you know, their running game is gone, right? No real running game for them. Um, you kind of sharing carries between Smallwood and, and Clement. So you really don't know what to expect from that Eagles team. What I do expect, though, is for um, is for them to possibly not – I'm going to go with – I'm going to go with the Eagles. I think they'll get this win. Now, the Panthers um, – the Panthers, you know, they're actually doing a little bit better offensively at least, right? The defense is pretty stout. Um, but you look at them um, offensively, and offensively they're starting to do a little bit better. Whenever you see Cam start to flex a little bit, start to dance a little bit, right, you see him doing, you know, doing his thing. Christian McCaffrey didn't go off extremely last week, but at the same time he was effective enough. And the Panthers, you know, the Panthers look like a team to be reckoned with in the NFC South um, at the same time. I think the Eagles start to gain that chemistry that they had last year. I think they start. I think this is the start of the Eagles' run where they'll come back, you know, and basically start to fly again, pardon the pun. But I think they'll start to do well again. So I'm going with the Eagles in this one. So if I'm looking at Eagles versus Panthers, I have to go Eagles on this one. So I'm going with the Eagles over the Panthers. Um, and, and I don't expect it to be a blowout, but I do expect the Eagles to win. Now, Texans versus Jaguars. Hmm. This one's tough. You look at what happened to the Jaguars last week, man, and they got punched in the mouth. Like, I'm talking about, like, they walked into Texas, and as soon as they got off the plane, Dak Prescott walked up to Jalen Ramsey and punched him square in the jaw and then looked at him and walked away. And Jalen didn't do anything about it. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. He punched you in the mouth, Jalen? No. Okay. Um. I mean, are you going to respond? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> if you don't know, then I'm emulating Jalen Ramsey from his interview this week. <laughs> Where normally he's extremely talkative, right? Everything was like, I don't know. I don't know. Right? Um, but <laughs> the the crazy part about that defense is they're ultra talented. They are ultra talented. They are phenomenal defense, right? Um, Last week wasn't a great week for them. I don't know if they just don't know. 
or didn't know how to deal with the mobile quarterback in that case. Um, I don't know what it was, right? But they're ultra talented. And I don't see a group like that, a group with that much pride, um, a group with that much talent, basically laying an egg two weeks in a row. I think they come back. I think they bounce back and have a better week than they did last week. That's the Jaguars' defense. Now, at the same time, is it enough, though? Is it enough to beat these Texans? Um, you're They're still dealing with the mobile quarterback. And, and I mean, Deshaun Watson is good. He's a great quarterback. And so you still have to deal with that. Will Fuller is getting back healthy, so you have to deal with that. DeAndre Hopkins is getting back healthy. Um, They got Lamar Miller back last week, right? Um, So you, you kind of have to – you don't know, man. This is a tough one. So actually probably one of the toughest games of the week to kind of predict because you're looking at two teams who are seemingly – close to evenly matched, and a Texans defense isn't um, – they're not as ferocious as I thought they would be, right, especially in a year where you have all your pieces there. J.J. Watt is leading um, the NFL in sacks, and he's he looks like he's close to – he's not fully back to, you know, dominant MVP style um, J.J. Watt, but he is looking like a player who you have to deal with. And J.J. looks like – I mean, he's better than everybody else, and basically that's kind of what it is for J.J. Watt. Even when he's not at 100% old J.J. Watt, he's still leading the league, right? Him and his brother at, at one point. And so um, if you look at if you look at J.J. Watt, right, you look at Jadevian Clowney, you look at that overall team, Tyron Matthew, I thought he was going to make an impact, and I really haven't seen his impact yet um, with the Texans. And you look at the overall team, you're like, man, that's just so much talent. And and I thought they would just, you know, ransack people. And then with the offense, with Deshaun Watson being there, I thought actually Texans were poised to, you know, take it all the way. I looked at the Jaguars, thought the same thing. Uh, you look at Blake Bortles and you're like, yo, mate, that's the one piece that, that's not quite there. But at some points in the preseason even, and some points in the early part of the season, even he started to look like he was at least viable. And so the Jaguars looked like a Super Bowl hopeful. Um, the Texans looked like a Super Bowl hopeful. And now as I look at both teams, it's like, I can't really judge this battle. So if I'm going to swing a certain way, I have to swing um, where the talent at quarterback is, and I have to kind of move a little bit more towards the Texans. Um, if you have a fully healthy uh, Will Fuller, you have a fully healthy um, DeAndre Hopkins, and um, I just I just don't know what the Jaguars' offense will look like um, this week. So I'm going to go with the Texans on this one. And then the final game that I'm predicting this week is Saints versus Ravens. Now, um, my heart pulls more towards the Saints, but here's some of the drawbacks as I think about it, right? Uh, one of the things that I'm, I'm drawn um, away from the Saints on this pick is that it should be. Um, it, well, it's in Baltimore. I'm not sure right now if it's outdoors or not. I think it is outdoors. If it is, that's tough. You look at a, a hot defense coming off of what they did last week to the Titans, right? Nine sacks. Um, and, and granted, um, Drew is not holding the ball like Marcus Mariota, so you can scratch that one. Like I think he'll throw it to the ground and and take a um, a penalty before he he takes nine sacks. I guarantee you that. Um, but at the same time, you're looking at a team that's um, you're looking at a Saints team that feels really good after that Redskins win. Um, Sean Payton talked earlier this week about kind of what they did and how they really handled the bye week. And it's not like kind of old school. It's more like they allow the guys some time to rest and relax and then come back in, start looking at film and getting ready and prepared for the Ravens. He sounded confident in talking about um, his overall approach 
to um, this Ravens game. I think they came up with a scheme initially. Um, you know, he said it was kind of, you know, boggling. Everything kind of like ran together. But he said at the end of it, he kind of ran into or, or kind of felt like he understood the right approach to take with this um, Ravens team. I feel like this, though. Anytime you have a team that has any time for the Saints, and I've seen this in the past, that if you have a team that um, – if you have a team that's playing against the Saints and they have an old Saint on that team who knew the offense back and forth, it's tough for the Saints to move on offense against that team. Couple that with the fact that they already have a very talented defense with Terrell Suggs and Weddle, right, and Mosley in that whole situation, and you kind of have a recipe for disaster for the Saints, right? You have Willie Sneed over there. Most people don't know who's the old Saint on the Ravens. It's Willie Sneed. Willie Sneed with golden hair kind of running around. That guy used to be our guy with his golden hair. And with, and when I say our guy, it means I'm a Saints fan, so whatever. So he used to have, like, golden hair, matched with the golden shoes, and everybody had the need for Sneed, and it was all a thing, right? And now, like, he's playing with the Ravens, and I'm pretty sure he's letting them know all the ins and outs of the offense. And we've seen that kind of, you know, hurt the Saints in the past. As I look at it, I'm kind of leaning more towards the Ravens. Now, I don't necessarily love the Ravens' um, offense, right? But you got to say that they're starting to click a little bit, especially with John Brown, um, who's an extremely fast wide receiver. And to be honest with you, the Saints, they have Marshawn Lattimore. I don't know if if Marshawn Lattimore is going to be on John Brown or if he's going to be on Michael Crabtree, who's starting to find life, right? And so Michael Crabtree is kind of doing his thing. Um, He's starting to find his rhythm in that offense. You have to kind of look at everybody. Janar, um, Javaris Allen, he's starting to find his um his overall all rhythm in that offense. And when I say starting to find, I mean, like, since the beginning of the year, he's been the guy they can throw throw to on checkdowns. And so as I look at it, man, as I think about it, I'm really feeling, I'm really feeling like this is a recipe for disaster for the Saints. Um, and I don't necessarily see them coming out of Baltimore with the win. Oh, but breeze. I'm sorry. Oh, but God. <laughs> now I'm just playing. Um, no, I really, I really don't. I really don't know. Um, you look at a Drew Brees in this situation, and he's normally able to pull it out. Most Saints fans are predicting a win for the Saints because they just believe in Brees right now. They think he's playing MVP ball right now. And notice, he doesn't have an MVP at all on his record. Um, but he's playing MVP type, MVP type ball, especially with weapons like Michael Thomas and, and hopefully Kamara get going. But um, honestly, I don't believe, and I talked to um, – I talked to Rebecca Jones earlier this week on our fantasy podcast, and she said um, this, that the Ravens haven't given up an offensive rushing touchdown yet. And that kind of um, doesn't bode well for guys like Ingram. Um, they don't give a lot of receiving yards up to uh, running backs, and that might not bode well for Kamara, right? And they also put a lot of pressure on the quarterback, and that doesn't bode well for Breeze. And so as I look at it, like I said, it's just like all everything just kind of spells a Saints loss here. So I'm going with a Saints win. And <laughs> no, I am. I'm going with a Saints win. There's no logic to it. Um, and, and, and my overall estimation, I'm going with a Saints win. And this is the one I'll choose to be wrong on if I'm wrong. But I still feel like even with all the odds stacked up against the Saints, I still believe they go in and they win that game. So I'm going with um, the New Orleans Saints. All right. Bet. <laughs> You're like, yo, I didn't sit here for 15 minutes. You listen to this, Homer. Um, but either way, I'm going with the Saints on this, and I just feel like they can get it done. I really do. All right, cool. 
So, yo, this has been uh, Rick uh, Sincere with MTMV Sports. If you have, listen, if you if you like our podcast, if you listen to our podcast and you're one of the people who um, download our podcast or listen to us, here's what I need you to do. Please, please go to Apple. Go to Apple um, and give us a comment. Leave us a five-star rating and then leave us a comment, right? If you do that, right, then we will be very appreciative. It will help us in our move um, on the upward swing. We have been able to get great interviews. We want to get more. Uh, we are, listen, I'm going to tell you who we are, really. We're just very, we're, we call ourselves knowledgeable fans. I'll say that, right? But we are very, we're big fans of our sports. We're big fans of the things that we do and the people we follow. And we're really trying as a team to live out this dream of being able to, you know, really cover sports on a big scale and really give you content that'll make you say, I was there initially, I was there early, I've been there from the start. And if you're here right now, you're here, this is day one for us, right? You're going to be one of our day ones when we when we call it all done, when we're like, yo, when we when you see this on TV and it's like, oh, man, I've, I've been there since the start, right? You're day one, right? And right now I'm telling you, the person who's listening, we absolutely love you. Thank you so much. And if you have a chance, go rate us on um, on iTunes. We really love it and appreciate it to help us build as we're trying to get to um, a place where we can really live out our dreams. All right, Joe. So thank you so much for listening. Um, and if you want to support us, you want to support us, I got you. I got you. All you have to do is go to our Patreon page, look up MTMV Sports on Patreon, and you can drop us a dollar. That's all we need. <laughs> drop us a dollar there, right? And it'll super help us out. Um, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for supporting. You are the bomb. You're awesome. You're phenomenal. And we love the fact that you listen to MTNV Sports. Yo, sports fans rejoice. This is MTNV Sports. And I'm out. God bless.